Let's take for a moment the understanding <coughs> of what happens when we're angry, when we're filled with hatred, envy, greed or jealousy. Think of a time recently where these states of mind have been predominant and how it's felt in the body. The unpleasantness of it, the contraction, the suffering, the ways often that we've identified with these states and acted from them and created suffering for ourselves and other beings. Really quite, quite painful. It is in the deep acknowledgement of these spaces and ways of being that we come to the metta practice. <clears throat> For metta allows us to cultivate those places that are free from this kind of suffering. All we need is the intention. That's all we need for this practice of metta, is the intention. That means I can say these words and it's okay if the feelings don't immediately come or if they don't come at all. That part of it I'm not in control of. I'm not in control of what feelings I have. I am in control of the intention I have to try to cultivate them. And that's what we're doing. We're trying to cultivate through our intention is free of suffering. That's the most important part of this practice. Sometimes we will have very deep feelings and connectedness to the sentences we say and sometimes we won't. It's okay. We keep practicing with the intention. I intend to try and create the spaces that are free from this kind of suffering. Right now, may I forgive myself for the ways that I intentionally or unintentionally have hurt myself through my judgments, through the ways that I hide from myself, through my identification 
with those states of minds that create so much suffering. May I allow myself to be a student of life, to be a student of this practice, to be imperfect, May I allow myself to be imperfect and in this space forgive myself. I forgive myself my imperfections. I truly and deeply at this moment forgive myself. And now allow someone to come to your mind that you've hurt, intentionally or unintentionally. See them in your mind's eye and ask for forgiveness. May I be forgiven for the ways that I've hurt you, both intentionally and or unintentionally. May I be forgiven. Really asking for forgiveness. And now it might be with the same person or perhaps another person that we need to forgive. In the same way that I've forgiven myself, dear sister or brother, friend or lover, may I forgive you. May I allow you too to be imperfect, to be a student of life, and to make mistakes. May I forgive you. Letting this person recede (coughs) into the background and then out of the mind and coming back to ourselves. Allowing for a moment the sensations of the sitting to be there present, the buttocks being supported by the earth, the places where the feet and legs touch the ground,
coming to feel myself. In this connection with my being, I ask, may I be happy? Really opening to that possibility. May I be happy. May I come to a deep peace this moment. May I come to peace by allowing however it is to be as it is. Letting go of all struggles and just allowing. In this way may I come to a deep peace. Allowing the sentence to itself cultivate and bring that space into being. Not trying, not having to do anything, but rather allowing the sentence itself to cultivate that space. We sit back and let it happen. May I come to a deep peace in this moment. I give up trying to do anything right now. I give up trying to do anything. I give up judging. I give up pictures. And I just let the sentence resonate. That's all. And I allow the pain. I allow the resistance. I allow it all because that's what it means to come to peace. May I be peaceful. May I come to a deep ease of being. May I be patient. May I give up all expectations, all desires for it to be different, urges for things to hurry or to slow, And may I come to be patient. May I become patient. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I come to a deep ease of being.
May I be patient. May there be loving kindness for the pain in my heart. May there be loving kindness for that little child within myself that I've squished. For the parts of me I've pushed away and repressed. May those places be surrounded, touched and stroked by my care and love. May they come to feel enfolded by my loving care. The pain in my shoulders and neck. Surrounded and taken care of by my loving kindness. In this way, may my whole being be permeated with loving kindness. And now I take someone who is close to me. Part of my family or a dear friend. And I see them in my mind's eye. And to them I express these wishes as well. Find your own sentences to express to this person what you would like to wish them. As I have wished myself happiness, dear friend, may you be happy. May you also come to a deep forgiveness. A deep compassion. May you love yourself in a full and total way. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Let those close to you, your blood family, daughters, sons, grandparents, friends, come in to your vision. And in the same way, express these thoughts to them.
and now allowing these thoughts to radiate out to touch all beings everywhere black and white, yellow sandy colored, old and young able and disabled sick and healthy thin and fat all beings everywhere may you come to be happy may loving kindness radiate from the innermost part of your being may you be peaceful all life everywhere, to the trees and the plants, the rocks, the rivers, to the earth. May there be healing. May there be balance. May there be peace and harmony. May there be peace and harmony for all life everywhere. May there be peace and harmony for all life everywhere. May there be peace and harmony for all life everywhere. In all directions, for all universes, for all spaces, in this time and others, may there be peace and harmony. Let your mind expand out into eternity. May there be peace and harmony. May there be peace and harmony. Touching all of life all being in all spaces, in all time. May there be peace and harmony. And then coming back to the body, touching in with it. Again, allowing it, however it is. Loving it. Allowing it, stroking those places that are hard to sit with, with your loving care. 
with your patience and with your surrender. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be patient. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be patient. saying it over and over again. The Buddha said that by cultivating and practicing metta, we would sleep well, we would have good dreams, and we would wake up happy. That we would be loved by our friends and community. That, would, that we would be protected by the devas. that we would have easy concentration, that concentration would be accessible, that we would die mindfully, and that we would have a good rebirth. (laughs) I think I've forgotten one. (laughs) I forget what they were, what all of it is. But, um, They, um, in this last three-month retreat I did, uh, uh, one of the teachers told the story of Deepama, 
or one of their teachers who um, practiced enormous loving-kindness and it was said that she was going somewhere in a storm in India and it was pouring, pouring down with rain so that it was almost impossible to drive and suddenly at the car there appeared these two people that um, beckoned for them to unroll the window and said come to our house we um, during the storm and come and rest and eat and they were very grateful and went to this house to rest and to eat and um, the storm passed and they went on their way and Deepama wanted to go back the next day to thank these people for their enormous generosity and um, the house they went to they couldn't find they went to the exact space and they couldn't find it and she said those were the divas protecting me <laughs> so that by doing this practice it's said by doing this practice practice intensively we're safe from all outside harm very beautiful to think about it, very beautiful to think of the possibility of those states of being that we can cultivate so that we might come to a space where, our, where the force of that loving-kindness is so strong that we become safe from all outside harm. It was said of the Buddha, you probably know the story, that someone who had been quite jealous of him and wanted to kill him had managed to um, direct a wild elephant from the jungles into the Buddha's path. I don't know if any of you have been near wild elephants like in um, wilderness areas, but they are huge. I mean, they're huge and they move quickly. They're, to see a wild elephant really going for you is something. And um, I've seen some wild elephants charge in Africa, and it's really amazing. And it was said that the force of the Buddha's loving-kindness was so strong that the elephant not only stopped short of hurting him, but actually went down on her or his knees in front of the Buddha. So I don't know if that story is symbolic or not, perhaps. But um, again, just acknowledges the enormous power that loving-kindness can have in our life by practicing this in any, you know, in any way. One could do it in a more formal way or one could do it in a slightly less formal way. But just by taking the time with the intention to cultivate. Just the intention to cultivate these states of being within us. It works so beautifully when at the same time we're working with mindfulness. As mindfulness begins to purify ourselves, as it brings up our dirty laundry, as we go through and watch these different states of being, these different experiences, different sensations arising and passing away, arising and passing away. At the same time that that process is happening, we cultivate more and more that spaciousness of loving-kindness, of allowing, of accepting, of coming to peace with it. And then soon they just fuse, it just fuses together. It's beautiful. So I pray that 
for all of us, we might come to cultivate daily these states of being and so come to freedom from suffering. For those of you going off, it's lunchtime. Have a blessed lunch. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.